This episode is brought to you by Prima, a broad spectrum CBD wellness company. Did you know that 75 to 90% of all doctor visits are for stress-related issues? Many of us are operating in survival mode, expecting our skin, bodies, and minds to thrive when we're running on empty, especially this past year going through this pandemic. I believe that. I feel like everything is stress-related. So to change this reality, we really love this new purpose-led California-based hemp CBD brand Prima. They are dedicated to helping you rise above modern day stress so every day is a little bit better with their doctor-formulated, clinically validated, high-performance products for the skin, body, and mind. Prima has a wide selection of products. If you're not sure where to start, you can try Prima's The Daily CBD capsules to help relieve daily stress. Or if you're in need of a restful night's sleep, because I know we all need that, without waking up groggy the next morning, Sleep Tight, one of their newer products, will give you the sleep you've been dreaming of. Or as you've heard me talk about, my personal fave, their bath gem, aka the golden ingredient in a self-care bath night. Or John's favorite that we've talked about on this episode, the brain fuel, which combines CBD and lion's mane all in one for a quick elixir. Lucky for us, Prima is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time 15% off offer with the code FADISH, that's F-A-D-I-S-H. So head over and get your CBD products at Prima.co, that's P-R-I-M-A dot C-O, and feel better every day. Fetish. Welcome back to Faddish. This is Mia and Nikita, and we're here to bring you another Faddish episode of a lifestyle fad, and this week it's matcha. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Predominantly because I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> and that's always the best part. I feel it's <laughs> when you know nothing. I feel like that's when you get down, go down rabbit holes mm, and, mm-hmm. and really get to understand things. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited too. And Mia, the coffee drinker of the two of us, tried it out instead of her coffee, right? So yeah. And she- you know what I was thinking? We always have a green drink like each season, and I'm doing yeah. both of them this season, which you always do the green drinks. That is true. So I, I was really excited. That, that TikTok cleanse that you're going to mm-hmm. do is very on brand of what I would get tasked with. Yeah. Doing. So yeah. It's only because I'm, I'm on TikTok. for you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not doing many, like, eating ones this season. Mm. Like, I did that LED light therapy. I'm doing essential oils. Which I guess you could argue is partially eating, but... <laughs> Breathing. Uh, well, I'm doing the... For essential oils, I'm doing... Are you doing the tincture? I did. Yeah, the one... I, I don't... Is that what that's called? Where you, like, drop it mm-hmm. um, in water? Yeah. So I'm trying that. And then I tried um, topical. And then I tried ar- aroma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Why yeah. can't I talk today? <laughs> Oh, that's exciting. It's Thursday when we're, while we're recording and when it comes out. And it's, you know, almost the weekend. It's, we're ready, ready for um, it My new favorite thing is calling Thursday Friday Eve. Someone asked us what our favorite day of the week was. Oh, yeah. Thursday. Yeah, because it's 
What? Almost, it's basically Friday. So it's basically the weekend. <laughs> but you still have Friday. Yeah, but like Friday, you're so much more happier. It's like end of the week. That's true. I do feel like Friday, I'm not. I Yeah, that's why I like Friday. I think I picked Friday. Or maybe even Saturday. I think you I picked Saturday. Saturday. I love Saturday. <laughs> I do love a good Saturday. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I that just... was the first thing that came to mind without even thinking. So I was like, I guess it's I my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like Saturday because I like to go to the farmer's market and mm. work out and drink. And drink. During the day. Yeah, because yeah, I like can't it. drink during the day really any other day. Yeah, except Saturday. Yeah, I guess you can Sunday, but I try to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all right. Well, enough side side chat. Yeah, all right. Let's get into it. Teach me about what I've been drinking. So, matcha for anyone who doesn't know is, as Mia mentioned, a green beverage. So you've probably seen it. I really feel like it's been on the rise mm-hmm. a lot in the past couple years. Of course, like every fad is comes from way back in time. I didn't do too much history on this because I kind of felt like, you know, we're gonna. You guys know it's old. Like I don't. Yeah, need I to feel like there would have been a it. lot of history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm just gonna do it. Dates back many, many, many thousands of years <laughs> to a time when dynasties ruled China and shogun clans ruled Japan. So that's basically where the history of matcha started, and wow. it traced all the way back to the Tang Dynasty in China. And the Tang Dynasty span from the 7th to 10th centuries. I don't even know, like, what year that is. That just seems so, like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're in the 21st century right now. So that's... Wow. T- 10 centuries. Yeah. Pre that. Pre now. <laughs> so um, I pulled a lot of stuff from Time Magazine. I wanted to change up our sources. Mm, I feel okay. like they sometimes cover some bads that I think are you know, really on the rise. And I thought that they did a good job of explaining it pretty, pretty clearly. So when we're trying to understand what matcha tea is, it's a type of green tea. So I think what I, my predisposition going into it was like, okay, it is green tea, but it doesn't look like green tea. Because when you have green tea, it's green tea itself is like a muted yellow, I feel it's like Mm -hmm. yellow water versus matcha is like green like bright Mm -hmm. green and so I think I thought it wasn't fully green tea I thought it was some I don't know some cousin of it but matcha (laughs) is basically a type of green tea made by taking young tea leaves and then you grind them into this bright green powder and then the process of making it is you take that bright green powder and then whisk it into hot water so it's like a whisking powder of these leaves into water rather than steeping which is what traditional green tea is and so drinking brewed green tea is basically that this was a really good analogy that I feel like helped me understand it (laughs) think of it like boiling spinach and then throwing the spinach away and just drinking the water that's what you're doing when you're just steeping green tea so that's what this author of the book of matcha and she's also a co-owner of a tea company called tea pigs um her name's Louise. She basically was saying that you'll get the some of the nutrients, but you're not really getting the best nutrients from it. So mm, think of that it. when you're comparing green tea and matcha. So with matcha, since you're grinding the leaves and then putting that into the water, you're consuming the whole tea leaves. So any kind of benefit that green tea claims to have, you get even more of that with matcha because you're consuming the leaves. Okay, that makes sense. 
Yeah, but you wouldn't ever think of it that way, right? I feel like when I see people drink green tea, I'm like, oh, you, you must be a health person, which I don't think it's bad to do that, but you're not getting the best parts of it. I so. also, and I don't like, I'm not a tea drinker. So I guess when I think of tea, I don't think like, oh, I'm going to drink this tea for like health reasons. It's more like, yeah. oh, I'm going to drink this tea because there's nothing else or like I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drink tea. Uh, for my hormonal imbalance, I drink spearmint mm. tea. It's supposed to be really good to like help balance your hormones. But I wonder if for green tea, it's different than other teas. Like, should I go be eating spearmint leaves? I don't. Right, know. that's I interesting. Or that I feel like that made me go want to go down a rabbit hole, but I did not, <laughs> and I will stay on track here. So another interesting thing about matcha is that the leaves are grown on green tea bushes that are kept in the shade. So hmm. that's another differentiator between matcha green tea and just traditional green tea. So the shade increases the amount of chlorophyll content in the leaves. So that oh. makes them that bright green color and that makes the nutrients even more potent, allegedly. So How interesting. I wonder why they yeah. don't just do that for all green tea. Maybe it's like a different I, flavor profile, but... I mean, it might also be expensive, right? Mm, to, that's true. Because you, you must have to, like, have to have still shade. get it grown. Mm. It still has to have something, some, like, indirect light to grow, I assume. Right. That's just pure speculation. Yeah. Didn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then it goes to another layer. So then the leaves are picked by hand, and the stems and veins are removed, and then the leaves are traditionally ground by granite stone into the fine powder in the dark. What? Yeah, so that they're not getting exposed to, wow. like, light. Yeah. So that kind of made me realize all of those, like, matcha jars, and you can tell us if yours is like this, they're all, like, blacked out. You don't see. You can't, like, see into them. They're not, mm. like, clear jars. Wow. Like, is that why? Yeah. Must Isn't be. That super interesting? Yeah. So... It's like, there's something else that you shouldn't see light. Is it like wine? Uh, red like, wine? Yeah. I don't know if it's, maybe it's more the heat, but it's not supposed to be like mm. in anywhere hot. So maybe that's similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought that was really interesting. So pretty different. Now you know when you're getting your matcha, <laughs> it's been really shaded its whole life and kept in the dark and you're opening its eyes to something else. Also just like so much labor of like picking yeah. the leaves, deveining it in the dark. Yeah, for... Uh, did you listen to the armchair expert episode where Monica was talking about matcha? Mm-mm, no. She's like, I, Dak Shepard and Monica have a podcast for anyone who doesn't listen to it. Don't listen to it in the middle of this. Listen to it later. But they <laughs> they are, have this like recent obsession with like fresh matcha where they take the leaves and grind them themselves in this like machine and it's the best mm. matcha they've ever had. And I feel like it's, I was like, you guys aren't doing that. In the shade <laughs> or in the dark so <laughs> and then I went into benefits of matcha so this isn't super researched similar to a lot of our fads but green tea is a little bit more researched so that's kind of where I think a lot of things are basing the matcha benefits off of so I think the whole theory is that it's a little bit more potent and you are consuming the core thing that has the nutrients so therefore it's obviously better and so matcha like all like other green tea contains a class of oxidants called catechins 
and matcha is high in catch a specific catchetin called EGCG, and that one is to believe to have cancer-fighting effects on the body. Also, a ton of other things like prevents heart disease, you know, helps with type 2 diabetes, helps with weight loss. So I think that was like the, that was one that I thought was pretty shocking that I maybe never heard of was like matcha and green tea, green tea's benefits for weight loss. Had you heard about that? No, I haven't. So you can tell us if you lost weight, but (laughs) apparently it's something that's like very commonly people will drink like green tea for weight loss. It's really tough because a lot of these studies that Time Magazine is talking about and this author of the book of matcha was talking about aren't like official clinical trials. So that's goes back to if you've been listening to other episodes of ours, a lot of trials sometimes just are, you know, people do randomized controlled trials and independent groups do controlled trials. So it's not it's not without full science, but it is it isn't a complete clinical trial. So it's a little bit tough to know. But there was a lot of like population based studies where researchers looked at large groups of people who drank green tea and then compared their health to groups that didn't. And studies have shown association between green tea and better health. But again, there's like so much causation, right? Like you could argue because you're aware that you want to try and drink green tea, you're also probably working out a little bit more and you're probably eating a little healthier. So I think that's that's where I'm like pretty skeptical of some of these Mm -hmm. studies and the causation between them. But I don't think it's something that has gone bad because it's been around since the seventh century so (laughs) so yeah and then you know again all of that is green tea so mantra is even less studied but you know i think there's all of these benefits should theoretically transfer over to matcha and i do think it's like staple in a a lot of like asian culture to Mm -hmm. have green tea so i think it goes back to a lot of some of these fads we've tried like turmeric where it's Some of these studies may not be proving it, but it's been proven by the test of time. Right, right. So then I looked at health.com and not Healthline because I wanted to mix it up. Uh, (laughs) So I looked into the caffeine that matcha has because I was under the impression that green tea doesn't have it. It has caffeine, but it doesn't have a ton. And that is correct. So because you're consuming the whole tea leaf, you get three times as much caffeine from a matcha over just a cup of steeped green tea. So it's three times the caffeine, but that equals the same amount of caffeine as a brewed cup of coffee. So it's actually comparable to the amount of caffeine you're getting in, in coffee. So it's not more potent. I think it's the same as coffee. If you add more, it's like adding more. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So some matcha, you know, snobs or matcha <laughs> aficionados, if we want to call them that, say that compared to the caffeine buzz from coffee, matcha creates an alert calm due to the natural substance it contains called L-theanine, which induces mm. relaxation without drowsiness. So this is really interesting because we haven't told you guys the second half of our season, but we are going to do an episode on sleep um, based off of the like sleep center and there's like sleep doctors so we're gonna do something around that and they talk about that substance called l-theanine and how it helps your brain into you know relaxing and that kind of stuff and so 
it's super interesting that matcha contains that so it helps you like it has caffeine at the same time so what it's basically claiming is that your alertness that comes from matcha will be not like a shaky mm-hmm. alertness more so of a calm alertness um but it is still the same as coffee in the sense of when you should stop it in order to have a good night's sleep so that's okay like, so you shouldn't yes like, drink it at night exactly just because it has these L-theanines that doesn't mean you sh- you can suddenly like have it before bed and have like oh you can be alert for an hour it's still the same amount of caffeine it's just okay. like a more balanced pick me up instead of a like shaky pick me up mm, okay makes sense yeah the composition of the L-theanines in matcha increase the brain's alpha frequency band and produce these effects of relaxation because it's raising your serotonin GABA and dopamine levels. I think it's GABA. <laughs> GABA levels. Um, so it's it's basically changing your balance of substance in your brain to help you have a more balanced pick-me-up. That's Whoa. pretty much what's happening with it. So that was super interesting. So I'm excited to hear how you felt mm-hmm. swapping out coffee for this. But before you tell us that, I'm just going to run through the risks of it. So okay. it was really tough to find real risks on it. So the main thing that I read in multiple places was that there's a lot of myths that there's lead in green tea. And Oh, I haven't heard that. I think similar to turmeric, remember they were saying that because it's imported, a lot of times yeah. it's mixed with other substances just to like get the volume. And so, I mean, it would make sense because it's so expensive to probably grow and yeah, in the shade and then grind it in the jar. <laughs> and so, so I think that makes sense because of that. But there's like a lot of institutions that will test, like independently test some of the major brands of green tea and matcha. And there have been no traces of lead that have been found. So I oh, do think God. it's like, if you're buying these like brands that have been that are you know at your whole foods that have been like verified and stuff and not just buying it from maybe amazon that you're not sure where it's coming from i think it should be safe is what they're saying so there a lot of it was saying it's like a myth that it has led but always buy from a trusted source okay which is like what was it spirulina we talked about that yeah Um, makes sense i think a lot of stuff nowadays i mean i think even we talked about beauty products too but I feel like Amazon has allowed for so many kinds of products to enter the U.S. in a way that has never happened before. And so it's it's baffling. I have a fake Goyard bag from Amazon. Oh, yeah. It's illegal to say out loud, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I got it as a gift, and it looks, like, really real. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think they took it down, but, you know, it's <laughs> fake Goyard, fake Legally, Montes, she's joking. This, she doesn't yeah. actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. That's all. I feel like yeah. that's another two in a row where it's, like, or I guess the other one was more scientifically proven, but yeah. not really, like, any bad um, yeah. side effects or anything. Definitely. And I think the key takeaway is like if if you want the same caffeine as coffee, but you want to be able to be more balanced, mm-hmm. do matcha instead of coffee. But yeah. let's see what Mia said. Yeah. Mia, <laughs> okay. So as if you listen to our podcast, you know that I love coffee. So I feel like this was perfect one for me to try out. 
So what I did is I replaced coffee for seven days and only drank matcha. And I don't normally drink green tea. Um, if I'm out at a restaurant and they have it, I might, but I, I'm not like an avid green tea drinker or just tea drinker in general. So this was pretty new for me. Do you think me. green tea tastes like anything? Yes. I've had it like two times. I don't think it tastes like they probably didn't brew it enough because I've been to restaurants where I've gotten like an ice cream tea and it tastes like water. Yeah. So I've brewed it at home. So I probably okay. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um so the first thing was like trying to buy matcha. I think Nikita mentioned this, but it is expensive. And I wanted to get it from a source that was good because I did weirdly know that I should look for like a not like a stamp of approval type thing, but like I should look for somewhere, some matcha that comes from Japan. So I wanted to make sure it was sourced from Japan. So I did a lot of research of like, what's good? I posted on my Instagram to see if anyone has any recommendations. And of course, I just ended up getting the one at (laughs) this coffee shop that I go to in Redondo Beach. Um, But I actually really like it. So I'm glad I went with it. So the one I got is called Hikari Ceremonial Matcha from Matchaful. And it's single origin. And I'll read you kind of the description on it. So the flavor notes are walnut, lemon, and butter. Uh, The harvest notes, first flush multi-cultivar tea from a fourth generation farm in Japan. It's sustainable farming and they use renewable energy. So I feel like it was all up my alley in what I was looking for. All the fads, yep. all the buzzwords. Rolled into one. They got you, yeah. And it's 1% for the planet, so it's great. Um, <laughs> so this little tin can is 1.1 ounces, and it was around $35. Oh my god. So again, expensive. But yeah. if you were to just get like a matcha latte at a cafe, it'd go like 6 to $7, especially if you get like alternative milk. So I've now had about like 10 to 12 matcha drinks from this can, tin, um, and I still have a lot more. So I think it pays itself out, but just up front is kind of a lot. We, if you guys follow us on Instagram, and if you don't, you should, uh, we post these pictures of us that we have this green drink and we're on Abbott Kinney in Venice, and those are matcha lattes. And I want to say... They were, I want to, I mean, it was three of us. It was me, Mia, and our friend Parker who took the photos for us. And I want to say it was like over $30 for our drinks. I forgot about that. Those were expensive. Is this a bar? Yeah. I was like, excuse me, what is this? Yeah. But I thought they were good. Yeah, they were good. So I guess it is. $10 plus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it is good to note, especially for like people who maybe don't usually get drinks out like at a coffee shop. Coffee mm-hmm. could be anywhere from like five to seven dollars. So matcha is on the more expensive end, just yeah. FYI. Again, the shade, the dark room. Yeah. Makes sense. And um what you were saying, so it's not dark on the inside, but it isn't a pretty like well, I guess there's no light that gets in because it's like a metal, it's a tin little yeah. container. So I guess that is true to make it yeah. not have light in it. Because we have some here too. I don't, for anyone who missed it, I don't drink caffeine unless it's Saturday and I drink like a fun sugary coffee beverage on Saturday. (laughs) It's a weird thing. I don't know why I do it. But John drinks a a good amount of caffeine and he has matcha and I sometimes make it and it's in this like 
tin that when you open it, it's just metal inside, but it's like the match is also pretty far down there. So you can't even, yeah. the light can't even seep into it, which I think it's protecting it. Yeah. So that, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So normally, and if you listen to our podcast, you know this, but normally the person trying the fad doesn't do any research. But what I did want to do this time is do at least a little research on how to make it because it was yeah. $35 and I didn't want to like. But it didn't tell you on the container? No. That's so, what happens with some of these fads. Like, do you remember the face roller just came and didn't tell me how yep. to do it? Yeah. Like, why do they do that? Just tell us how to do it. Yeah. I would say matcha is one that you should look up. And I knew offhand kind of how to make it just because I've seen it around like people taking videos on Instagram, getting ads for it. So I kind of knew what was involved, but I kind of wanted to do the full thing to like get the experience for seven days. So what I opted for was I got a bamboo whisk, a bamboo. You bought the whisk? Yeah. So I got the whisk, a bamboo whisk, a bamboo ladle. Um, (laughs) And that's all I bought. Yeah. And then I just used like a bowl at home. That's but in amazing. I'm really glad you committed to it. I went full out. Um, <laughs> so the whole thing is it's kind of like a ceremony almost. And there are Japanese like tea ceremonies. But it's a lot of steps and it takes time, especially compared to like if you have a Keurig or like an espresso or like a automatic coffee machine. I would say this is pretty on par with like a uh, pour over coffee where it does take time. It is kind of like a little ceremony each time you make it. Something that was mentioned in the history of it was mm -hmm. that the, like you're mentioning it, the ceremony portion of it is like a crucial part to it because it's meant to be a time to be like mindful and aware Mm -hmm. and like a meditative state. So while you're doing it, you're like meditating. And so that's a huge part of Uh, the history and tradition of matcha is like to maintain that you have the ceremony a part of it to take time for meditating around it okay I like that and so there are quite a bit steps so first step is to heat water and I don't know what the correct temperature is supposed to be I didn't pay attention to that I just did a kettle (laughs) and then you like wet the little bowl so I used like a low small bowl and then you're supposed to like wet the whisk to kind of like warm it up and wet it I guess (laughs) okay and then you wipe the bowl, which I didn't really understand because you're about to get it wet again, but I did it the Wait, first yeah, time. Why wet it to begin with? Yeah, I don't know. I saw a video and they <laughs> said to do that. I did it the first time, stopped doing it after. <laughs> and then the little ladle, I, I'll put a picture up when we post this. You'll see it's like this tiny little scooper. So I did, I would do like one and a half to two scoops of that. And then you pour water in. There's probably a specific amount, but I kind of just guesstimated And then you use the bamboo whisk to do like an M or like a Z whisk. So it's not like in circles. It's like you whisk back and forth. Real like real way to do it. I guess you're supposed to also um, put the matcha through like a fine mesh strainer or sieve to get like out the clumps, which I could see helps because when I was just whisking it, like the clumps, it took a while to get get rid of. So you whisk it until it's, you know, mixed in. And sometimes I would put like a touch of honey to make it a little bit sweet because it is, if you've had green tea, like really strong green tea, it's a, it's not, it's a little bitter, um, but you can, you'll water it down too. But I just liked it with like a touch of honey. And then how I drank it was I poured it over ice and oat milk. So like a uh, matcha latte almost. 
So that's the process. And this, actually, we have a listener experience. So one of our listeners, Jacqueline, mentioned this in her kind of experience in write-up with matcha. It's time-consuming. Like, if I wake up a little late or I'm, like, rushing to a meeting or have an early call and I want my drink in the morning, which is normally coffee, I can easily make, like, my Nespresso. Whereas this, I have to, like, heat the water. <laughs> I have to do the whole whisk thing. Like, it takes time. Yeah. So that's one thing. And again, that's it what... it takes time to do it correctly, right? Yes. Like, if you wanted to half-ass it, you could. Exactly. Yeah. So the other way you could do it that I've seen is people just have those, like, handheld electrical... Yeah. Like frother mixers. So they'll do that. Yeah. Um, so I may try that. That's I still I haven't gotten it yet. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's really, really funny. I, I'm i going to tell you how I've been making it and how incorrectly I've been making it for John, even though this isn't my time to share. <laughs> but <laughs> this is probably what happens to the normal person who doesn't know to do this. And I just threw it in like I put almond milk in the Nespresso frother and then I scooped in the matcha and then I just froth it and then I pour it over ice and then I put in a scoop of matcha ice cream because I thought that was fun and then that's (laughs) how I make it. (laughs) Honestly, that sounds way easier and more convenient. So So easy, but clearly incorrect because it was like cold, (laughs) cold almond milk. (laughs) That is hilarious. Yeah, I guess... proceed with with Jacqueline no that was great um (laughs) so Jacqueline was saying her and her fiance went to Japan and they actually did a tea ceremony and she said that was incredible and if you're ever in Japan you should do that but she did she also bought like the whole bamboo scoop and whisk set like I do and she agreed that it's hard to keep up with it every day because it does take a lot of time and then this is another thing I experienced it as well but she she said it's kind of a hassle to clean the bamboo utensils which i agreed to Mm, got it so if you i would say if you like matcha and you just want like a easy way to do it get like the frother um but if you actually want to do like what's right and traditional then you go (laughs) the extra five miles with the bamboo whisk (laughs) that makes sense all right. Well, tell us what the people act- want to hear. Tell us how you yeah. felt and so, how the jitters were. <laughs> I enjoy the taste of green tea, so I figured I would like it, and I did really enjoy it. Again, I drank it with oat milk, so that helped. Um, it tasted really good. And I don't get jittery every time I drink coffee, but it does happen occasionally. And with matcha, it never happened over the seven days. Yeah, the energy was, like, really smooth. Basically what you described. It was how I experienced it. So So it was pretty on point. No. At least for me, it was pretty on point with your description. Okay. Mm -hmm. And did you feel like it was – you had at least the same level of awakeness and high that coffee does? Okay. And I think we've talked about this before where coffee, for the most part, or caffeine doesn't affect me too much. Like, I can have – coffee in the late afternoon and be fine at nighttime Mm -hmm. so I don't know if I'm the best judge of character for like caffeine levels but I felt the same as I would on like coffee you're gonna learn a whole lot in the sleep episode oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) can't wait (laughs) the other thing I did I tried another form of matcha because I went to And if anyone knows what Erewhon is, they have the best selection of just beverages that cost an arm and a leg. 
yeah. but worth it. I'm a sucker for a beverage. So I picked up this. It's called La Di Da Matcha Oat Milk Latte with Hemp ac- Extract. So I was like, of course I need to try this. This has two yeah. of our fads. And I hated it. Um, okay. <laughs> it had a really herby, earthy aftertaste. I think it's from the hemp extract. And I drank the whole thing, but I wasn't a fan. So, hated it, but drank it. Anyway. Yeah. I was like, I was spent $30. 10 bucks on this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So at the end of my seven days, I definitely was really excited to drink coffee, mainly because I just missed the taste of coffee. Like I love the taste. Basically since then, because I did this a couple weeks ago, I'll drink coffee in the morning, but I'll like matcha as like an afternoon pick me up. Or if I have like slower mornings, then I'll do matcha because I still just have the bamboo whisk. So again, it takes a long time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, you should try it with a frother and see if you like it to replace because I do feel like that's good that it's like a calmer Nespresso should come out with matcha pods or should we invent that oh yeah you heard it here we um copyright yeah, we copyright ours. that <laughs> don't even try like an espresso for matcha because mm, you can hide yeah. it in that and then it's yeah you could and then, that's true but I guess it's not the same thing because you have to mix it into the powder to dissolve and a Nespresso like steeps it. yeah we can figure it out yeah we'll we'll, 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 yeah, we'll get back to everyone it'll be a sponsor of the podcast yes <laughs> uh. okay cool so you'll you'll do it here and there yeah you'll try with the frother yep overall didn't hate it yeah That's no great. I actually really enjoyed it and definitely not letting the 35 dollars go to waste <laughs> yeah god good well that's exciting. Glad we're on a roll. Two things that know, right? we've tried this season. I feel like it's normally like, oh, I hate it. Yeah, I yeah. Who wants it? <laughs> like that spirulina is sitting in my. Actually, I think I gave it to my mom. I was like, my ashwagandha is still sitting there. Mm. Yeah. Should, we should just give it to our parents. We should. <laughs> I have this lion's mane matcha powder, actually, that's supposed to be like a smoothie booster. Mm. But it's so cold that I don't make smoothies. So. Maybe I'll throw that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was one thing I meant to try, just forgot, is using it in, like, pancake batter, because I've seen that, you know, or, like, making bread. That was was another thing that um, they had a whole section on about, like, putting matcha in food, and it just was, like, it's the same thing, because you're, like, absorbing the whole powder, so... It's mm. also good to do it if you are, because some people just like love the taste of it, you know. Right, so I right. Think if you if you are like that, then that makes sense. Yeah. Well. Cool. That's all. Next week we've got essential oils. Yes. Followed by, what what are you doing? The TikTok cleanse drink. TikTok cleanse, <laughs> and then Rolly is trying fresh dog food for all of you. We got a couple people responding on Instagram saying they're most excited about that. Yeah. Well, he's been hard at work. The one fad that we are not trying. (laughs) Yes. I went to this place in Manhattan Beach called Just Food for Dogs. Mm -hmm. And I got some other varieties. And it's like fresh food as well. And so we'll see. We'll report back on how it goes. Yeah. That's all we've got for you for this week. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcast. We have a Patreon. Send us emails. Nikita still loves getting emails. And send us your listener experiences so we can share them with all of our experiences. Yeah, a good balance out for 
our experiences are your experiences. So exactly. Keep them coming. All right. Well, until next time. Stay fantastic. Bye. Bye.